0: hello 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 welcome back to our coverage of the phoenix film festival we have another incredible film and this one's very unique because it came to the phoenix film festival all the way from japan oh and how you love your foreign films kaylee oh i do i do
1: in the near future of 2025 in Tokyo. Kiyoka is a single woman who is a very hard worker. I mean, come on, it's Japan. Her last relationship ended and she's still really hung up on her ex.
0: So she decides to do something about it. She orders a personal care humanoid or PCH. And for all intents and purposes, he looks exactly like a human. And he's able to do about 60% of what humans can do. And before you ask,
1: yes, that includes sexy fun times. <laughs> Kyoka names her PCH Kai, and she uses him to fulfill her needs for companionship. But soon she starts to develop deeper feelings for her AI lover.
0: And then things take an even creepier twist when Kyoka discovers that she's pregnant with Kai's baby, that's something that should have been impossible. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, obviously, there's some ethical questions that arise from a film like this, very similar to past movies like AI that were done in the US, and really starting to question AI's role in in our world
0: yeah yeah and it's funny um because i i kept drawing this conclusion completely different film different in tone everything but it asks these same questions about how do we treat ai and that's the ryan reynolds film free guy in that film the ai is actually in a computer it's not physically present um but I just kept going, oh my gosh, Kai, he's learning and adapting and trying to figure out how to fulfill Kyoka's needs. But he's also like getting some awareness of himself, like wanting to to do things for him. So it's just this idea of like, what do we do? Would we play God? You know, we're, we're creating these things. We say they're intelligent and then they gain that awareness, that consciousness, like waking up, and it's such a complicated yet fascinating question that experts and philosophers and scientists they're all you know grappling with now uh, as we do this. In fact, I just heard yesterday morning on NPR about concerns of China developing AI and whether or not the U.S. wants to use products that use their AI. So there's like so much there. And the other thing it also begs the question of is, you know, what makes us human?
1: Yeah, you know, I parallel AI a lot with when we were younger, quite young, the same conversations were coming up with cloning. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge conversation with the two of us as young children. And it's now coming up again in, in our lifetime as far as AI and what makes us human, when are we going too far and that person is its own identity and its own person. And I don't think we can solve that on this podcast, but it definitely starts to give you some really interesting concepts and ideas to think about after you watch a film like this.
0: Oh, yes. And I just want to give major props to the director, Mutsumi Kamayama. She just did such a masterful job of handling a complex story and delivering it so, so well. And she was actually at the festival. It was wonderful to have her there with her translator, you know, to kind of talk more about the film. And she said part of it was that she was she was interested in these questions of relationships and the ai and and all that stuff and it, it kind of reminded me a bit like japan makes a lot of those like uh you know sex dolls that look human they look rather creepy they do not look as good as the actor who played kai um kosekudo kami <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it was very, uh, you know, I think well presented, well put together. Um, and the acting, like uh, Ayaka Nakaguchi, I hope I said her last name correctly. She played Kyoka. Um, she was just excellent, like very real feeling. Um, and this comes from me who's watched like a lot of anime, granted, animated, supposed to be, you know, over the top. But some of the, like the other Japanese shows I've watched have also felt like puff pieces. This felt like something I could really sink my teeth into. So I loved it.
1: I couldn't agree more on the acting. Phenomenally done, whether it was a main character or an outlier from either like, the Institute or even her friend group, which I really appreciated. Uh, it, it reminded me just really of like my girlfriends hanging out. And it really broke that cultural barrier of, you know, again, we're not really all that different. And we would be remiss if we failed to mention that 12 Months of Kai did not walk away
0: empty-handed. Oh no, they won Best Sci-Fi at Phoenix Film Festival, and I would have to say, very well-deserved. Like, major applause for the whole team, director and all. But 12 Months of Kai, excellent film. I hope that it'll be streamable somewhere because it's so wonderful so on that note it's time to grade uh how many shots twos for you in 12 months of kai for
1: me a very solid four shots my reasoning is it gets a
0: little too weird and creepy for me at the end <laughs> i understand that maybe i should just make you watch more japanese uh, films clearly <laughs> i'm actually giving it five shots uh this is my first full five of the festival but i just was completely drawn into the story i loved the acting even like the set design and and costuming just felt very good and i loved how it battled with all these questions and we didn't really get into it with this review but when she has her baby like what to do about the baby and then there's also like this brig big brother element we haven't gotten into about the company that makes these pch's and you know the ethicalness of basically allowing their robots to impregnate women (laughs) so totally worth it and a a wonderful sci-fi um and on that note i am ready for a drink
1: yep if we talk about shots you know we have to talk about drinks next
0: <laughs> so choose uh, lay it on me, what you poured. Okay,
1: so I am going to do a matcha high. This is a typical highball drink. It starts with sochu, which if you're not aware is a distilled liquor similar to brandy or vodka. And you mix that with soda water. And in this case, either matcha tea or green tea. It just sounded super refreshing. And I found all the sets and the acting to be very clean. And I felt like this was a very like clean and neat drink.
0: Mm, I like it. I went in a completely different direction, though. I found a list of cocktails that were created by AI. Ooh, <laughs> um, okay. Yes, uh... The one thing it's not so good at is the name. So the name of this particular drink is Roll Fark. So roll <laughs> like an acting roll and then Fark or Fark-E because it's F-A-R-K-E. Um, make of it what you will of the title. <laughs> but this is like a very sexy shot. And I'm like, oh, yes, lay it on me. It's using Bacardi Oak Heart Spiced Rum. Carpano Antica Formula vermouth, bulls coconut liqueur, gusaro rojo mezcal and then uh two dashes of bitters. And basically Ooh. shake everything in a cocktail and serve with ice and make sure your glass is pre-chilled. No garnish and oh my gosh, like it's heaven in your mouth. Well, you're making sure a robot has a glass
1: that's be chilled
0: yes I mean <laughs> I think I'm falling in love with AI already based on this trick, and maybe we should then wrap it up <laughs> nice
1: alright well you know what that means continue following us on our Phoenix Film Festival
0: quest for amazing movies Yep, and make sure to like and subscribe. Our website, once again, is whiskeyandpopcorn.org. Make sure you bookmark it. Catch you at the next review.